Hey, 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 welcome into another episode of Halos in the Infield, but a special edition as we've got an interview going on on this show. But first, this is Todd Fox and my co-host. Fernando, how's everybody doing? I mean, you know, it's it's about breaking the fourth wall, so. <laughs> yeah, you YouTube, you could see everybody, but uh, for the podcast version, Fernando, let's let them in introduce themselves. Perfect. Yeah, go ahead, Kai guys. Bush. Um, Kai Bush, uh, recent draft pick for the Angels, um, went to St. Mary's College. Um, excited to be here. All right. And who you got with you? Yeah, I'm on Shelly. Hi, I'm Shelly. I'm Kai's mom. We're, uh, we're coming from you from Ogden, Utah. That's where we raised Kai, and Kai is our Second, we have two boys, Dallas and Kai, and um, it's just been a privilege and an amazing experience for us to go through this draft process. So we're excited to have to let you guys have us on the show today. We're excited to hear about it. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Jason. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jason Bush. I'm, I'm Kai's dad, and I guess I'm a father of a 45th pick for the Los Angeles <laughs> Angels now. I'm still in That's shock, awesome. so... Yeah, it's, it's it's surreal for sure. No, we're just yeah. A, okay. No, no, absolutely. I mean, I can only imagine what it's like. And uh, uh, first of all, thank you guys for your time. And uh, second of all, I mean, some people might be kind of surprised, like you know, like why are his parents here? But you know, what a lot of people don't want to do is cover the raw emotions that come from a family. I mean, you know, you hear all the time from the draftee, and obviously, you know, that's at the end of the day who it's about, but a lot of people don't know the journey that it takes to get to that point. So, you know, we're excited for you guys to all come on board here and talk about A, the accomplishment, and B, the journey that it took to get there, because I'm sure Kai would be the first person to admit that it wasn't always just him. I'm sure he has a ton of people who are part of the support system. Uh, maybe you want to go ahead and start off a little bit with that guy. Maybe talk about how you know important your parents have been, and re really anyone else. I mean, they've been the best. They've had to sacrifice a lot. Um, I mean, it is. I mean, it's a journey that requires a. I mean, a family, a strong family. So they've had to sacrifice a lot. I mean, all the tournaments and the games, the, I mean, catching me, all that kind of stuff. The hours and hours that have gone into the, to the field, and I mean everything that goes on to. Being where I'm at today, I wouldn't be here without them. So, I mean, going through the draft and the process with these guys, I couldn't imagine going through it without with anyone else. So, I'm very thankful for them. Um, I mean, it's a it's a long journey, and uh, I mean, they did a lot for me. So, I'm very thankful for them. What about the journey as far as you're talking about for the for your parents? I want to know what their feelings were because I know a lot of parents when they see their kids in little league or a travel ball, whatever, as they get older, you always think of your kid as being a major leaguer. But obviously, you know, you had more ability, more talent. And, I mean, as you, you're settling in, realizing, hey, his, his dreams might come true, what was your feelings uh, as you've seen him lead up to getting to the spot where he's at right now? Well, you know, it's really interesting because as I look back, I think about our journey, and I remember when he was little. And this started every kid dreams of being, you know, a major league baseball player. But honestly, I can say that we began with the end in mind. We began with this was where we were going to be. And even a couple of years ago, Kai and I would send pictures back and forth to each other. And I would say, this is the dress I'm going to wear on draft day. <laughs> and he would say, should I get this suit? And we began with, you know, always dreaming that this is where it was going to be. And yeah, there was a long process and there's so much that goes into it. And as you know, he 
he went to multiple schools and, and there was a lot into this, but we really did see this and we know that now this is just the starting point to his career, but, but we, we've been forward thinking for many, many years on this. Yeah, I guess it all started for me. It was as simple as we were in our backyard and I was playing catch with his older brother and he was probably three or four. Three or four. Oh, wow. I'm not kidding. He, he was little and he was always a bigger kid. I mean, obviously, <laughs> but he was always, you know, big for his age. And he picked up the, uh, one of the baseballs dropped. He picked it up with his left hand and he rifled it. He like gunned it at me and he threw a strike. And I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I'm like, he just threw that with his left hand. So then I'm kind of like, oh, let me throw it back to him. But he did the same thing and, and he's always thrown hard. Mm -hmm. uh, his whole life, uh, it was just a matter of you know getting the right mechanics and and things like that that all go into it. But yeah, it's been kind of a special journey because he's you know he's always succeeded. I mean, not to sound boastful, but he's always succeeded in in baseball. So oh, it's okay. You're supposed to be building him up. You're supposed to. Be, yeah, he's always been there. <laughs> Absolutely. He's always failed too, if you look at his ERA his freshman year. So. <laughs> We don't talk about it. <laughs> that was part of the journey, but we, we don't talk about it. Actually, I'm telling you, we had somebody come from um, the Angels today and visit with us and bring us some gifts, and we were telling yeah, him about so his. Yeah. Oh, nice. Hey, about, yeah, awesome. Yeah, we were telling him about his freshman year up at Washington State, and we were saying that we loved the scoreboard because it didn't go into double digits on the ERA. Okay. So it always looks like he had a 2.8 ERA. So we were like, yeah, nobody has to know that there's not double digits up there. Yeah, that's my son right there. <laughs> by, the, by the way, speaking of Washington State, real quick, I did see a video real quick. It was like a 30-second clip of when they were interviewing him, uh, and they were putting the food on his hat. Uh, I was like, okay, man, this is pretty crazy. I like that. He's got a, got a sense of humor, you know. He's, he, he can't, he's not serious, you know, which is cool. I was actually at Utah. Yeah, that was at the Beach Stadium. Uh, oh, the Beach Stadium. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. It was it was labeled Washington State. So, so okay. But go ahead. Were you a Beach fan growing up? They were playing Utah. At Utah oh, gotcha. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Were, were, did you guys go to a lot of Bees games when uh, when Kai was growing up and your brother? Yeah, so we did not as much because we have the Ogden Raptors here um, okay. in our okay. town. So we spent more time, you know, going to the Ogden Raptors. But yeah, we definitely, you know hit you know I've hit a couple already this year so yeah definitely mm -hmm. part of growing up but also when you're watching this kid play baseball who has time to watch any other baseball games good point that's, good point. that's fair <laughs> that's fair my fiance is going crazy you know what I mean with like our kid who's like already just in t-ball you know what I mean like they play two or three games a week and I'm like what this is t-ball <laughs> <laughs> well what is this yeah. travel ball get, get used to it <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you're starting to like it all right all right so uh back on topic so Kai, uh, you went to Fremont High School, um, and that's in uh, northern Utah, correct? Yeah. Uh, did you get to play any other sports in high school? Yeah, I played uh, I played basketball all through high school. Mm. Uh, I played football up until my sophomore year. Um, oh. Wasn't really a fan of football, to be honest with you. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't the best that I'd say, but basketball I really enjoyed and got to play that all through. Um, my parents were big on being multi-sport athlete and how beneficial it is in the long run, so I made sure to play basketball throughout. Yeah, I had a I had a pretty decent run of football, but it just wasn't in my heart, so I didn't take any scholarships. So I guess I can't blame you there. Not never I I, I never fell in love with the sport. So, so it was base, baseball was always your thing though growing up. 
Like yeah, I mean, in a basketball it helped that I was better at baseball. Um, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed basketball, um, but I mean, I knew it, there was not really a, a future in it. It was more just kind of enjoy it and have fun with it. But baseball was always the plan and the goal. Yeah, some of our best memories did come from basketball, though. I mean, in high school, he had a team that was not supposed to do anything, mm-hmm. and yeah. they ended up taking the region championship oh, going wow. on the state. Wow. Uh, he was a big – I mean, I mean, he was a two-year starter there. I mean, he, he did really good. He was good at basketball. We spent a lot of time in the basketball gym, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we always felt it was nice to give that break give his arm a rest. I think it's super important if there's kids out there that are listening to this, uh, don't just focus on one sport. Uh, give your arm a rest, give, you know, give your legs a rest, whatever you got to do to, you know, disconnect from baseball for a few months or, you know, five five months or whatever and get your body rested and, and healthy and especially your arm if you're a pitcher. For That's sure. good advice. What what position? Yeah, I mean, nowadays, oh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, what position do you play in uh, basketball, Kai? I was a power forward and center. Um, oh, okay. We had a big guy. He was like six eight. So when he wasn't in, I would be center. But when he was in, I'd be power forward. So I was okay. pretty big. Uh, mostly just a rebound guy. I would average probably like ten points. But my 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 role was to kind of just get rebounds and get the ball to the guys, the guys that score. But okay, that's not, cool. So you played the traditional yeah. power forward. You weren't shooting threes. No, my <laughs> coach did not let me shoot threes. I, I bagged and bagged with shooting in practice, and he just yelled at me. And uh, I'm pretty good mid range, uh, but yeah, threes were not allowed. Okay, good, good. A lot of double doubles. What's that? Did you get a lot of double doubles? I did, yeah. I mean, they were not crazy, like (laughs) thirty points, fifteen rebounds. It was usually like ten and ten. That was. I mean, I knew my role, so I stuck with it. That's solid. Find out that um, he's better at basketball than he ever led on to be because he had a speeding ticket and (laughs) he didn't want to pay for it. It was pretty expensive, and so his dad said, "Yeah." You score this many points tonight and get this many rebounds. It was, and it was um, 20 and 15. 20 and 15, and I would pay that ticket. Wow. And I had, like, I think it was 24 points and like 17 points. Like <laughs> Were you keeping track in your head or like asking, like, hey, what? Absolutely. I was like, I gotta keep, I'm like, give me the ball. I gotta keep going. No, money hey, motivates this kid. <laughs> hey, well, when you got that bucket or to go over the, the limit that you needed to do, did you look to your parents in the stands and go, cha ching? <laughs> That's funny. Hey, it worked. Exactly. That's cool. All right. So Washington State, uh, Central Arizona, and St. Mary's. Three colleges in three years. So let's start off with uh, Washington State. Why Washington State? I mean, she has a story about how I guess I have my own side to it. Um, Okay. No, they saw me out in a tournament and invited me out to a visit. Um, and I got up there, and I mean, if the campus is, I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but Pullman's a, a really cool town, really cool campus, college town vibe. Um, so I kind of fell in love with all that kind of stuff, just the, the college atmosphere, and then the coaching staff, uh, Marty Lees, Dan Spencer, all those guys. Um, they were really good to me through the process, the recruiting process, and I was a big fan of them. And uh, they were, I mean, in the previous years, they weren't very successful, and we had a big sale to kind of change the program around. We had a pretty good recruiting class. So I kind of saw that uh, that vision they had and kind of wanted to run with it. And then when I got there, I mean, it didn't really work out. So, but, I mean, she has her side of why she. Okay. So the, the whole reason, though, that we even took a trip up to Washington State, he came home from a tournament in the Pacific Northwest. And he said, um, this guy told me that he wanted me to come to a recruiting trip to Washington State. And I said, 
oh, Washington State, where Mike Leach coaches? I'm like, absolutely, <laughs> we will go take a, take a trip. And so the coach called me and he said, you guys are really going to come up here. And Jason was doing a triathlon halfway between here and Washington State. And so I said, hey, we'll make sure that it's, you know, in conjunction with that and we'll just come through. And I said, I'm a huge Mike Leach fan. Otherwise, I mean, Washington State's baseball program was not good. Yeah. So we got up there and they were giving us a tour around the campus and Dan Spencer's phone rang and he goes, oh, I think the phone's for you. And he handed me the phone and I could see that it said Mike Leach. Oh. And I'm like, oh. Mike Leach is calling me. So oh, I, I answered the phone and of course it was Mike Leach and he goes, Hey, what's it going to take to get your son to, you know, commit to Washington state. And he had a really cool conversation with me. Mm -hmm. We talked, he's from, you know, here in Utah, he's a BYU grad. Yeah. So we had a conversation and I was sold. I mean, there was so much more to it, but the whole Mike Leach spin on the situation <laughs> and then he left Washington state and we did too. So it's all good. Now I'm a Mississippi state fan for football. Very <laughs> old myth, right? The running rebels. But yeah, he sold the mom, gets Kai. That's how that's how it works. <laughs> there you well, go. The coaching they, staff really was yeah, phenomenal. They, they, they laid out the red carpet. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. I mean, as long as, uh, you know, it's good to hear that all sides were happy. <laughs> Jason, were you happy too about the whole process? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, when, when we got there, we fell in love with campus. Uh, definitely a college town. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when we checked out the facilities and stuff, I mean, Pac-12 facilities anyway. Should be great. Uh, anyway, sales yeah. are, you know, top notch. And so, mm -hmm. and we've been on quite a few uh, recruiting trips up to that point too. And so, yeah, I mean, it was really impressive. And they said, you know, they were going to build this program around Kai, you know, and, and they built that new facility and they actually did it. I mean, there's a lot of places we visited. They're like, yeah, we're building a new facility. <laughs> it still hasn't happened. But, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just wait till you get to Tempe. What's that? <laughs> Oh, I said, just wait till you get to Tempe. They've been saying oh, that for yeah. a couple of years. <laughs> I have, I got friends who work in the organization. Uh, <laughs> need some help. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, describe, this is for your parents. So describe watching Kai play in Central Arizona during a global pandemic. Or uh, what are some things that were going through your mind during that time period? Well, you know, that was actually really frustrating because we didn't get to watch him play. The, the games weren't streamed. Um, it, we go from Pac-12 where we can get on an app and watch every yeah. game mm -hmm. to having him in Central Arizona, and we're following it through Twitter. So I went down um, to watch him play one time, and that was, that was the only time I was even able to see him. Other than that, we just – so it did take a lot of stress off us because we didn't, we didn't get to see it, you know. Yeah. But we, we also weren't, you know, a part of what was happening. And then, COVID hit, and then it was, it was, it was a really short season and really didn't get to see much. No, oh, it's, it's too bad. And, uh, Kai, uh, can you just, does, oh, I was just saying, Kai always calls after a game if he does really well. So if the phone didn't ring, we just knew it wasn't a good game. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. And it's kind of like a don't ask, don't tell. It just, you know, it's over. Fair <laughs> enough. That's, that's a good strategy. Uh, was there a little extra noise around uh, the school around the time of the pandemic, like right at the height of it? I mean, was it kind of hard to avoid the noise off the field, Kai? At Central? Yeah. During, you know, obviously that whole time period where, I mean, none of us really knew what was going on. But we were fighting for toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was so uh, um, central. We start early because, I mean, Juco starts in January. Um, so we actually still got in like 30 games and then Juco is a little more lenient. So we saw 
all these teams get canceled and uh and we kept playing for like another day or two we're like oh sweet like juco doesn't really care about covid so like we thought we were going to keep playing and then um we just kept seeing more and more like more conferences cancel and cancel and then we were kind of on like a on a hot streak like we kind of thought we were gonna like get the season going and then uh, we got the call and they're like season's canceled and it was tough just because i mean juco was one of my favorite experiences and it was it sucked that i couldn't play a whole season with those guys just because you don't get to be on a team i mean the same guys one time so it, it sucked yeah. just because we i mean i really enjoyed it and the guys were awesome but i mean overall i mean it was still a great experience i just wish it could have been longer i think like most guys would have said during covid yeah. yeah i'm sure i mean that was just it's such a weird like to, just to think about where we were like a year ago so mm-hmm. i mean i can only imagine you know how sports must have been and you know, like what your parents were thinking throughout that whole thing. So, you know, uh, but I mean, you were five and one across seven starts with a 2.43 ERA. So clearly it didn't affect you that much. I mean, you were, you know, you were on it. You had a pretty good year. Were you feeling really good this year compared to the uh, your freshman year? Yeah, I mean, I think any year would have been better than my freshman year. But uh, yeah, Central, I was, so that's kind of, Central was kind of the time where I started to turn around and make that transition into the pitcher I am today. And Right when season got canceled, I started to make strides in my mechanics, which really sucked um, just because I was on, like, the right path. Like, I was, mm-hmm. my velo was kind of bumping up. Um, everything started to feel really good. Then we got canceled. So um, I kind of used quarantine and that summer to not get off track of what I was doing at Central uh, and spent that time just kind of building on what I was already doing at Central and then kind of carried that into into St. Mary's. And Coach Nash and Greg Moore were awesome. They just kind of ran with my plan, my idea, they brought me new ideas and I mean, it worked out well for me. Yeah, seems like it. All right, so uh, since you brought up the topic of St. Mary's, let's go to that, which is uh, basically where we are right now. So uh, St. Mary's, uh, you had a uh, 2.99 ERA, 78 and a third innings, 112 strikeouts, and you were also a first team all WCC and you led the conference in strikeouts. What do those accolades mean to you? I mean, they mean a lot just because, I mean, compared to uh, how far I've come in the last two years, I mean, it's good to have those results just because, I mean, you work so hard and all this work goes into it. And, I mean, you kind of got to not worry about the results, not be a stat rat, but at the same time, it it feels good to have that work paid off and kind of see results from like, the work you're putting in is, I mean, it is helping. So it felt really good, especially just because the my freshman year and how far I've come since like two, three years ago, it, it's pretty exciting to see. And the numbers, I mean, just kind of were, I guess, another addition to that. And just, uh, I mean, made the year feel pretty good, I guess. At, at St. Mary's, uh, was there fans uh, in the stands? Were your parents able to go? No? Same, same um, so at the beginning, no. Say no. They slowly started to get a little more lenient where they allowed students. Uh-huh. And it would allow more scouts. And then they finally allowed parents. Um, so they're, they're building a, a stadium right now. So they took our bleachers out in January, um, and all we had was like probably fifty total like chair like folding chairs. Yeah. So we I, we probably had twenty fans, then <laughs> probably was, was fifteen bad. scouts. So it was bad. It, it was. Uh, they came. They came to. Uh, he came to one game, and then she came to another game. Um, I happened to pitch good at both those games. So it was, yeah, it was, it was kind of fun. Oh, that's I, good. I, I went to the first one, and that was the day that he got his record. He had thirteen strikeouts. And so it was. It was a good game. He, the, I think, the week before was Mother's Day, and he told me that he wasn't going to buy me a present for Mother's Day. That's the way it rolls. He's kind of a, he's tight with his money, 
I said, just pitch well. And he didn't have his best game. So the next week he said, oh, I meant to do that on Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Later, his dad went out to a game and Kai's Dylan and he's like at 11 strikeouts. And I'm like, oh, if he throws more strikeouts for his dad than he did for me, the kid's in trouble. So he got to 12, he got to 13, and then they brought him back out for the seventh inning. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, he's going to throw. Oh, he's in trouble. And he watched the kid. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're wait, it's not Father's Day. What is he doing? <laughs> I was all about it, man. I was like, uh uh-huh. likes dad more. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, oh, real, real quick, too. Uh, did you guys, I mean, how did you guys feel? Like, I know there's limited fans there or whatnot, but was it starting to get a little more real seeing the radar guns maybe in the stands or, or you know, guys maybe it was crazy chat guys because up. you could even see it on TV and he, we would talk after of how many scouts were there mm-hmm. and, you know, it, it would average anywhere from 25 to 30 scouts per game. Wow. Okay. And so you knew it was getting real, really real. And, um, you know, he had been through that before in, in high school, uh, not 25 to 30 scouts, but more yeah. like, you know, you know, a dozen or, yeah. Oh, don't worry. We're going to get there. Scouts. But that, but that's a testament to Kai, though. I mean, and seeing all those scouts and not letting it affect you, and still putting yeah. thirteen strikes strikeouts on the board. I mean, that's that's really good. That's oh, that was crazy. I mean, this year, he was it was incredible for the fact that he flipped the switch, and I don't know when it happened. I don't know if it was in the fall or right when he got to St. Mary's. All of a sudden, he was just like, you know what? I don't want any distractions. I don't want anything in my way. This is my goal. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put in the work. And it seemed like he was super focused and he worked his butt off. He really did. I mean, he was, you know, he liked snap and text <laughs> and stuff. He's snapping his workouts. He's snapping his food. He got his nutrition locked in. And it just seemed like as the season progressed, he, he started to grow and grow and grow and then get hot and hot. And then by the time you know, the last, what, six, seven weeks, he was, he was zoned in. He was locked in. It seemed like mechanics, everything just kind of came to fruition, and it was good, really good timing, actually. Wow, that's. Plus, he knew I had a draft dress, and he didn't want to be in trouble for not wearing it. You're yeah, all. Like, I'm wearing the dress. You're getting drafted. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, uh, so I guess this is a question for all of you guys. I, I would imagine your parents would have more of a reaction to this question. Did any of you guys keep your eyes on mock drafts as the times started to go on? I would imagine mom did. <laughs> no? It was my okay. dad. He, the first minute they tweet something, he'd send to me, dude, you see this? You see this? <laughs> doing it so fast. Like, we were like, are you on like, speed dial with, with the mock yeah. draft with Jim Giles and Jonathan Mayo? Like, do they know you? I've got I've got like ten subscriptions I gotta cancel. Oh, serious! Because in order to see all these mock drafts, you have to you know pay for it, and so oh, yeah. I'm probably you could just tune into our draft special. <laughs> if you would have known, I mean, we covered the. I draft know. And, I didn't know about you guys. We had experts on. Yeah, so I'd watch those dang things every day. Um, you know, and I I work from home, and so I'm on a computer all day, and so yeah. that's kind of my you know, <laughs> get my mind off of work type time. And so I'd be checking that while I'm on the phone or whatever. And as soon as something would pop up, I'd be sending to these guys. Like, he's the first person to like it. And then we're like, take a breath before you retweet it. Take a breath before you like it. I was like, oh, I got so excited. 
yeah, right. We were able to find out immediately. Like, I, I, as soon as you got drafted, like, your dad's, like, tweet came up, like, immediately. It was, like, <laughs> seconds. I was like, oh, look, oh, we found his dad. <laughs> was it really? He just got uh, yeah, it was so fast. <laughs> He's excited. You know, I actually beat the Angels. I'm draft fast. Yeah. 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 I, I was too excited. It was, it was an exciting time. Well, no, I would imagine. And that's why we wanted, the, you know, you guys on, too. Like I told you, I mean, nobody wants to ever cover the parents. It's like. Why? Like, this is a family victory. This is yeah. not just one person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. You, you can tell by how proud you guys are. I mean, come on. I mean, this, this is awesome. I know. Yeah. We are super proud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I could tell the smiles are great. Absolutely. All right. So a couple more questions for you guys. So three years ago, you were drafted by the Kansas City Royals. You decided to go to Washington State. Why was that not the time? I feel like just overall, I was I, I wasn't ready. I mean, I couldn't imagine uh, going right into the system out of high school. I think uh, I kind of had a bet on myself and knew that where I where I got drafted, uh, I knew that I could kind of progress and become into who I am today. So I had a bet on myself and trust the plan, trust the process, and just knew that mentally, physically, um, I just wasn't ready. I mean, it's just kind of a feeling you have. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain, but I just knew that that wasn't the time, and I had a lot to to prove and kind of mature overall just as a pitcher and as a person. Can I, and he was really mature with that process because as yeah. it's starting to come down and, you know, we went out to the pre-draft workout and you have scouts in your ear and you have scouts calling you mm-hmm. and you have a number and you've set the number, but then all of a sudden, like, they start lowering it and lowering it and you're still thinking, oh, well, 300000 still sounds like a good amount of money. And so as parents, mm-hmm. we're, we're catching into the hype and the phone calls are coming to us and he stayed solid. He wow. was like, this is my number. I'm worth more than that. I'm going to go to school and I'm going to prove that I can come back and get more than that. And he was the one that was like the voice of reason the whole time we were getting caught up in maybe the emotion and the ego and paper articles were being written about him. And he stayed completely true to himself and said, I promise you guys, if I do this, like he said, he took a bet on himself. He, he said, he goes, he goes, I'm a day one guy. Now, we know the draft was different this year. <laughs> but, you, know, typ- yeah. you know, typically rounds one and two are day Same one. day. So you would have been a day one guy. Absolutely. Yeah. And so he, he is a day one mind. guy. He just said, I'm a day one guy, and I'm going to prove it. So. Well, we're we're glad you made that decision, Kai, because we like <laughs> you better in red than blue. That's just for <laughs> Red looks yeah, way no, better that's... on you. <laughs> I, I'm going to go ahead and say, you know what? That's the best take I've ever heard. And that's like me being real. I mean, we've interviewed people, yeah. but I've never heard anybody say that phrase. I took a bet on myself. Normally, it's all about the politics. It's about the money. And I mean, nobody's naive here. Life in the minors is hard. So I understand, you know, where the thought process of, oh, I need more money comes from. But you know what? I've never heard that comment. And it's something that you think would most people would say, like, oh, I took a bet on myself. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I've never heard that. So, you know, kudos to you. That's really good. But And uh, it's encouraging to hear your parents say that, you know, hey, that's really what he said. And it is, too. I think a lot of fans are going to get out of this the fact that your ambition is there. Your drive is there. And you're not here just to get paid. And obviously, you know, you're going to work your way through like you did three colleges. And you you put in the time. You have your parents' support. You've got a place where you want to be. And I think that's what Angel fans and baseball fans in general appreciate. Because some people are born with this golden spoon in their mouth or, or golden arm or power or whatever to just play the game but not care. And I think you are you don't fall into that category. And that's what is very uh, genuine on your part and your family, the way you've been raised. 
and it's a it's a good thing to see because when you draft a player, whether it's the Royals, the Angels, whoever, that's what they look at too: your personality, how you're raised, what kind of drive you have, and it looks like you have all that going for you, and it's really good to see. And Thank here. you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. All right. So finally, I guess this is a question uh, for all of you guys. So uh, you guys actually have two uh, pretty athletic, uh, athletically gifted sons from uh, everything I could tell because uh, his brother is also a bodybuilder, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from uh, Jason's uh, photos on Instagram, it seems like, you know, uh, he's also very successful in what he does. So if you guys can go back in time and um, either speak to yourself or your brother uh, or, or to your parents, you know, rephrase the question, you know, the same way, I guess, uh, what would you guys tell your children to prepare them for their success today in each person's respective field? Okay. So re, 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 re so, you know, so I guess for Kai, you know, what would you do to go back in time to tell yourself and your brother to prepare you guys for this moment? And then as far as parents, if you guys can go back in time to prepare uh, both of your sons for the success they would have today, what would you guys tell them to maybe, you know, put them in a better position back then? I mean, uh, I guess I would kind of tell myself, um, put in the work earlier. Um, I guess freshman year kind of kicked me in the butt, <laughs> but I guess it put me into... I guess who I am today, the, the gear I got into, but I guess early on I would have said kind of uh, start earlier, I guess. I mean, I guess my tough freshman year uh, worked better for me, but it was still sucked. It was it was a tough year, and going through that, um, it was hard. I mean, freshman year was, was really tough, and uh, I think I kind of would have told myself to prepare for the, any adversity that you'll face um, and not really let it affect you because there was a time where um, – pitching I was like is this like what I want to do this is tough like I don't think I can keep going out and allowing 15 runs or whatever so I think just kind of preparing myself for any adversity any tough times that came my way and I think over time I adapted and was able to uh, overcome those things but I think at an early age it was it was tough and I think uh, at a younger age I would have told myself to be ready and prepare yourself for those tough times because in high school I mean you always I was good in high school I guess so I was the top dog, and I got the WSU young freshman Pac-12, and I got my butt kicked. So yeah, I guess it, it helped in the in the long run. Uh, but I guess I would have prepared myself a little better uh, if I could have told myself to. Yeah, if I could start earlier with these kids, you know, I would tell them that. I would tell them, you know, prepare to fail. Uh, game uh, baseball is a game of failure. Yeah, you're gonna fail in life. Absolutely, uh, things happen, uh, but be prepared for it, and you're gonna get through it. You're gonna become a better man because of it um and it's going to teach you some things it's going to teach you to to work hard and overcome adversities uh overcome obstacles that are going to come your way um you know he was taught and this is why i like like him going to juco because they had this this theme of the juco bandits that, mm-hmm. that's what they yeah. called themselves and it was kind of this tough mentality like you know don't spit on me don't treat me different you know, and they, they kind of play with the chip on their shoulder. And he, he, he got that there, which I think me- mentally made him tough, made him tougher mm-hmm. and uh, prepared him for St. Mary's. And now he's going to prepare him for the Angels. He's willing to put in the work, uh, work hard, and good things will come. Absolutely. Way. Yeah, and for me, um, raising two boys, um, both of our boys have um, definitely faced their own adversity and challenges in life. And, and one of the things that as a mom, I've always um, been impressed with both of my boys is their resiliency to 
overcome challenges and overcome hard things. I will never forget calling him or him calling when he was at WSU and um, he was crying and he said, I've got to dig down deep and I've got to decide if this is really going to be work for me because we would watch those games and I would be like, pull him, pull him, pull him. Like, this is hard. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. um, but to watch him bounce back and my, my older son has done the same. They, they weren't blessed and born with silver spoons in their mouths. We've had some challenges and we've faced adversity as a family. And the one thing that we've done as a family is we've rallied around each other and we've supported one another. And baseball has been the one constant in our family and it's, it's sacred to us. It's like a religion to us. It's the one thing that we all have realized that we work all together as a family to be at this point in life. Perfect. <laughs> this was absolutely awesome, guys. I mean, uh, we were a fan of uh, everything we could see about Kai Bush, the baseball player. But now, I mean, I think we're a fan of Kai Bush, the man. And Kai Bush, the family. Yes. So thank you guys very much. I mean, you know, this is awesome. Like, a lot of people don't have the opportunity to truly meet people until situations like this. And this is why I wanted to have all of you guys on. So thank you guys for the time. Thank and you. We yeah, look forward awesome. to, yeah, we look forward to hopefully seeing you guys in Tempe. Yeah, I have one other question, though. Are you guys going to be invited out to the stadium? Because I know Artie sometimes invites uh, new draftees out to the stadium to catch a game or get interviewed with Gooby and the guys in the booth. Have they told you anything well, about that? No, but have them call us. <laughs> I will, uh, I'll put in a word, actually, because we do know Gooby. Uh, so. Me, Mike called me. You guys call me. Okay. He ties with the admin. So yeah, we'd like make some calls. We'd like Kai to get a, a you know a re or not re uh, what's the word uh, get uh, comfortable with the stadium, get a nice little walk yeah. through the stadium, and get to know the guys who he's going to be playing with hopefully soon. So yeah. that's yeah. The quicker we can get you to the minors, the better. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's what we keep hearing, man. Yeah, yeah. Some of those comments on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, and just. You know, they're just like, oh, I'm so glad Angels drafted 20 pitchers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first, the first couple, time. the first day we were like, wow, 10 for 10, all right, and then it's like 20 for 20, oh wow, okay, <laughs> keep going. Yeah, yeah, so, statement, right? Yeah, it is, it is. So, uh, if, from what I hear, Perry's an aggressive guy, and and uh, you know, he obviously went out there and and saw what he liked in your son, and we're glad he did that. We're glad you're a part of the organization. And continued success forward for all three of you guys, including your brother, too. Uh, Dallas is his name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for the interview. Thank you, guys. I appreciate awesome. it. It's been awesome. That's going to do.